Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Create Brevity. This is your host, E-Director. And for this week's episode, I want to talk about how your brain isn't telling you what you know. It's telling you what you think you know. So I'm going to explain that concept a bit, and I'm going to kind of work that into our larger topic at hand, which is, of course, conscious manifesting. But before we begin, just a quick reminder that I do offer one-on-one coaching, and I offer a blog with more manifesting tips and techniques at www.createbrevity.com. Okay, so let's begin. Um, For this week, I want to talk about um, your brain. Uh, what it's designed to do, what it's actually doing versus what we think that it's doing. So most of the time, we have this idea that our brain is generating thoughts, our brain is generating knowledge, it's generating confirmation of reality. So our brain is telling us what's real. Our brain is telling us what we think, our brain is telling us what we know. And that's only partially true. And hear me out, I know it's, it's a bit foreign at first, this concept, but in your brain is not so much, it's not so much creating ideas so much as it's confirming presets. Um, what I mean by that is you're very rarely coming up with anything new in your brain. You're kind of working off of different beliefs that you have and you're working off of ideas or preconceived notions that you have about something based on an experience that you've already had or something that you've already seen and sometimes something that you've just been told. So you're taking all of that information and you're creating a reality, okay? So your brain isn't innovating anything, right? What it's doing is it's taken all of that preset information so information that's been hardwired in, and it's spitting out confirmation. So I'll give you an example. If you believed that the world was flat, and you know, a long time ago, navigators and sailors, some astronomers even believed that. They believed that the world was flat, and they based all of their theories off of it. So anytime any information or any time any information was required, right, to kind of support this theory, they would find it, or they would twist it around. And it's not so much that they were only and exclusively trying to keep the world flat, that wasn't their intention. Their intention was that they had an idea, and they were going to prove that idea right, okay? So I hope that that can kind of make sense. It's not so much that you're going around thinking, I need to prove that the world is flat. You're going around saying, I believe that the world is fat and flat, excuse me, and I'm going to prove it. So hence, when the notion that the world was round, right, and the notion that you don't just fall off a cliff, right, when you reach the end of the world, quote unquote, or the end of the ocean, you just go around again and back the other side that was foreign, that was hotly contested, that bothered people. And why? Because, for one thing, it is change. And people don't like change. They don't like new information because it bothers those preset thoughts and conditions, okay? So people had to 
acclimate. They had to get used to the idea of the world being round. And this is how it goes with your manifesting. This is how it goes with your brain whenever you introduce new information, new morning practices, for example, new routines, okay? You fight it because it's not what you know. Your brain thinks that keeping you safe means doing the same thing over and over again. And why is that? Because what's known is safe. What's known is controllable, okay? Our brains are designed this way in order to save time. Uh, Because a long time ago, we discovered on an evolutionary basis that if we take time out of our day to constantly ask ourselves questions and ruminate over every decision, that we were actually putting ourselves in danger. So in order to circumvent that, we started coming up with habits. We started coming up with routines. We started coming up with beliefs. And sometimes those are maladaptive, right? Because at this point, we are living in a society that for the most part is safe, okay? We live in a society where we're no longer being chased by large predators every day for the most part, right? Instead, we have as our sort of enemies or our sort of threats, our thoughts and our feelings, right? Different stressors that are going on in our everyday 3D. That's the stuff that is really pressing on most of us. Most of us that are involved with this podcast, most of us that are listening to it, right? But one of the best things about really understanding our brain as a tool, as something that is just preset this way, that is not forever going to be this way, is that we can reprogram ourselves. Our brains will fight just as hard to keep our new presets as they will to keep our old ones, okay? Now, when you try like we talked about before with introducing a new idea, like the world is round or introducing a new morning routine. If you want to try to wake up every morning and jog in the beginning, it will be difficult because right now you're still sussing out whether or not this is a good idea, whether or not this is bad for you, whether or not this is safe. This is all happening for the most part unconsciously, right? You're not having an argument with yourself necessarily in your head about whether or not something is safe. You will know that this is happening through the feelings in your body. So whenever coaches tell you to look at your body, are they in previous episodes where I say to feel it in your body, right? To feel the response, that's what I mean. You'll feel the stress, right? Your heart might start beating faster. For me, I get a dull kind of pain in my collarbone and in my shoulder blades, right? I That's anxiety, okay? And it'll kind of come upon you like a dread. And it's up to you to decide, okay, if whatever goal that you have, whatever overarching idea you have of your life. So for example, that perfect morning routine, everything's in its place. You have time to do everything that you want to do. You go to work feeling refreshed. Is that worth getting rid of or going through rather this feeling of anxiety and dread This feeling of, oh, I wish I could sleep longer in bed, right? That initial grouchiness that you might feel. And if it is, what you'll do is you'll let it be and you'll find yourself pushing through it by allowing it to kind of flow through you. You'll be concentrating on it. You'll be concentrating on your anxiety and your dread. But eventually, 
something will happen in your morning and you'll start thinking about something else and you'll find that your emotions and your thoughts will just flow through you. They'll transform themselves into something else, right? And pretty soon you'll do this enough times that this is your new morning routine. This is a habit, right? So uh, going back to the world is flat, maybe at the, in the beginning, it was very difficult for people to believe, but when they started feeling the benefits of the world being round, right, when they could start shipping things from sea to sea, when people started getting used to the idea that the world is round and that's just the way that it is, then suddenly the world being flat seems archaic. It seems old-fashioned. It seems unscientific, right? Suddenly... The world being round is the notion of the day. That is the thought that's going to carry people forward. And they don't question anymore. It's just a habitual thought. When they think of the world, when they think of the earth, when they think of the globe, they think of a round sphere, right? An orb. And that is the new preset. And that thought gets protected. Because now when we even try to imagine the world as being flat, we get all of these images, satellite images of the earth, satellite images of the oceans not ending, um, images from space of the earth, that big, beautiful picture, that big, beautiful ball, you know, with the green land masses. And that pops so vividly into our minds that we are protecting the idea that the world is round. We're keeping it safe in our minds. And this is how it is with manifesting, right? Just to tie everything back in. What we're doing is we're using our brain as a gauge, just the way that we use our body as a temperature gauge, okay? If we have resistance with our thoughts, okay, and if we feel that corresponding anxiety and stress in our body, then we know that we're putting our focus on somewhere it doesn't need to be. We are, our job is to rewire our brain and our thoughts so that they match the person that we want to become. They match the situation we want to be in. They match the experience that we want to have, right? That's our job. That and nothing more. We're taking our focus, right? Our free will. And we're choosing to have certain thoughts and we're choosing not to have certain thoughts. If the thoughts and the feelings become unbearable, we will choose to let them flow through our body. And when that's done, we will choose to let them transform. We will make another choice. We'll have another thought. We'll have a better one, right? And we'll do that over and over again until that becomes a habit. That's conscious manifesting in a nutshell. And that is our brain in a nutshell. Our brain is not coming up with the thought. Our brain is just proving us right. Because as I said a long time ago, proving ourselves right, proving our limiting beliefs right, probably kept us very safe. But now that we live in the modern world and our 3D looks the way that it does, and we don't have any large predators chasing us down, we can afford to think differently. We can afford to choose a different way of thinking, a different way of living, a different way of being. So. I really hope that helps. I hope you guys can understand the idea that you are not what you think, okay? You're this separate being, okay? 
You are a soul having a human experience. You're choosing what to think and feel, okay? I've heard people refer to it as you're projecting your thoughts, and that's another great way of thinking about it. You're basically processing information, right, stimulus that you get in, and you're pushing it out. You're projecting it out, okay, into a reality that makes sense to you. And if you don't like what's being projected out, you can change the channel. You can change how it looks. It's up to you, okay? And you have the power to do so. So give yourself permission to do it, okay? And don't be so hard on yourself if it doesn't happen right away, right? Don't get scared if it doesn't happen right away. Practice. That's all it is. You're just getting better at it. I think Dr. Joe Dispenza, he has a wonderful quote, and he says, if you're upset that it hasn't happened, right, if you're wondering where it is or why it's not here yet, then it just means you're not that good, right? You're not good enough yet, right? And he's kind of talking about it as in, as if you were a piano player. Just because you couldn't play the concerto overnight, it doesn't mean you're never going to play the concerto. It just means you're not that good yet. You just need practice, right? So I, I love that quote. And you are perfect as you are, but just allow yourself to be. And if it, if it takes time to let yourself get there, to allow it, don't worry, because it takes time for everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this concept. Please, like I said, feel free to check out www.createbrevity.com. Check out the blog and email me if you are interested in one-on-one coaching. Thank you so much. Love and light. Bye-bye.